Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Not just Mackie and Judd, but a pre-Thanksgiving Mackie and Judd. Write that down. It's Judd. It's Declan. Where's Phil? Well, he's taken a few days off, but that does not mean he has shirked his responsibilities. Oh, no, no. We have his predictions locked and loaded, and along with predictions uh, from our guest picker, Caleb. We are going to knock off or write that down, even though it is Thanksgiving week, because damn it, that's what we do here, Declan. So why don't we get right to the rules of the game for those who don't know? All right. It is a write that down Wednesday. You'll also, yeah, notice no Phil Mackey. He sent his predictions in via satellite, so he will have three predictions as well, uh, just like Judd, myself, and our guest listener, Caleb. You know, three predictions from everybody, and they must be quantifiable here on the traditional version of Write That Down, where we keep track of batting averages and home runs. It's been a very tight race, and a race that has been a little condensed. Like, we are we don't really have a big leader. Judd was the leader last week, but he's only hitting like 300. The averages so, aren't good. No. It's the, it's one of the lower um, averages between everyone. And the listeners yes. are still in this race, by the way. Like, this is a four-team race with about 10 weeks to go in the write-that-down season. The write-that-down mm-hmm. season goes from Super Bowl week on. So once Super Bowl is over, we restart uh, the calendar year from there. And uh, listeners, if you want to participate, shoot me a note through the Score North app. I believe I have one more spot open uh, at the end of the year on December 27th. After that, I'll start booking into 2024 already. So if you want to get in on the show, shoot me a note uh, through the Score North app or hit me up on my on my Twitter, Dex Tweets. Shoot me a message there as well. I see those. So hit me up. Gladly, we'll, uh, we'll get you on the show. Let's start with our accountability ah! session. Oh, not a good week for yeah, John again. Yeah, you know what? I knew this. He's just clinging to the batting average lead. Ugh. He had two things come off the board, and they were incompletions. Uh, you said the Wild will win both their games in Sweden. And, and then you said <laughs> Gophers, Ohio State, will go over the 48-and-a-half points. Well, hey, Buckeyes, where were you? Where were you in the first half? Why yeah. weren't you running up the score? Like, this game was competitive at halftime. What the hell is that? I knew at halftime I was a goner. I, I knew what was going I knew the golfers would probably get waxed and I was still a goner. Where were the Buckeyes in the first half, Declan? I don't know. They you know, screwed I, uh, me. That's where yeah. they were. Sky, your mom, rolled the boat. Good job. Right. Well, it doesn't get much better for Mackey, uh, who said Ohio State will score at least 49 points alone. They were going to cover the spread alone against the Gophers. They did not do that. So that's an incorrect prediction. So you and, you and uh, Phil are hand in hand here with your Gopher football predictions. I always stay away from golf football predictions. I, n- nothing good will come from me making predictions. Well, I feel, but yeah, team. but I feel like Ohio State predictions, things should come from That's them that, that are fruitful. I don't like to predict success for the golfers, but if they're going to get, you know, piled on, boat raced, then I'm all for it. But I still got screwed. Anyway. Uh, another one from Phil here. He said Kevin Durant, when they played the Wolves last weekend, uh, would shoot under 40% against the wolves he did not he shot over 40 percent so 
good uh, good game from Durant. It's an incompletion for Phil. Couple things off the board for the listeners. You said Lane. Uh, Lane said the Vikings will beat the Broncos, and the Vikings quarterback will throw for 250 yards and throw for at least one touchdown. While the Vikings lost to the Broncos, so that didn't help. Uh, and then Jamie said the Mets will beat the Yankees in a Subway World Series in 2023. We can obviously take that off the board. No one the got the Rangers playoffs. won the World Series. Yeah, the Mets and Yankees both missed, and the Mets were one of the most colossal busts of 2023. This is true. So bad week for the listeners. All right. Mm-hmm. We had all a bunch of red here. We had Judd in red. We had Phil in red. And listeners in red. Over six. All right. One thing on the board for me, but a couple misses, though. I said Mike Conley will have a 20-point game by next week's Write That Down. He did not. Yep. This one uh, did come close. I was feeling really good about it going into the third period. I said the Wild would beat the Senators. They would score a power play goal, which they did. And they won't allow a power play goal. Well, they ended up losing in overtime, and then two of the things didn't come true. So, got a little hotty, and of course, uh, came down to earth. The Wild, uh, Judd and I were just talking off mic. I don't know what you're going to do there. Got Goudreau now shaking up the lines. Dean loves yeah. him from Freddie Goudreau. Hartman's on the wing again now. They can't decide what they're going to do. Good Lord. I, I did redeem myself, though. Uh, and I said the Twins will have at least one player on the AL Rookie of the Year ballot. That was Edward Julian. He got some votes towards the end and two pitchers in the top 10 for the AL Cy Young. You'll notice that uh, Phil Mackey left a little note in here. Yeah, he just shot down your attempt to get a home run. He says solid base <laughs> hit as this prediction was made in August. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, it is a solid. I, I remembered when when I saw Julian on the end and both pitchers, Sonny Gray, Pablo Lopez on the Cy Young, I was like, oh, yeah, that that's a hit for me. I think I made a prediction on that. And I thought maybe a home run, but I don't remember when I made this, if I made this. And if he says August and the committees, you know, not here. Well, the committee's a one-man band in yeah. this case. So it's okay. Hey, I'll, okay. Take, I'll right. take the hit. I'll take so the hit. let's see what we got. Let's not see what we got. Fight. Not going to fight. So Woo! Judd is still clinging, but it is dwindling. The lead is oh dwindling. Oh, God. Oh. Judd's hitting 300 on the year with seven home runs. I have climbed up a little bit. I'm 15 points away. I'm a hot streak away from catching Judd in the batting average lace at 285 with seven home runs. Listeners nervous. hitting 281 with the league tied with the league leading eight home runs. And Phil, who got off to a horrible start. Credit to Phil. Even though it's 259 might not look good on paper. He was hitting sub 200 for, what, the first six months, four or five months of the write that down season. So, in the second half, he's been hotter, and he has the home run lead. But I wouldn't say he's out of this race either. Got no. 10, 12 weeks. You, you can no. get on a hot streak here, and he can catch Judd too. So this is a tightly con- uh, ten contested race here on traditional. I will say this. Write that down. Go back to that for for a second. Sure. I will I will say this. Um, the averages are certainly not impressive. Am I right in saying the power is also not impressive? Yeah, it I don't like think. Eight I mean, home runs and seven home runs is a really low this time of year. So obviously I joined you guys in 2020 um, consistently. So I have 32, which means, you know, I've gotten seven this calendar year. You know, you subtract the seven. So I've had 25 home runs in 2021 three, or the first two. So yeah, I would say the power is a little down. Power is okay, definitely yeah. a little down. It feels here. like there's always one person by this point in time who's yep. like got at least 10. Right. Uh, career-wise, I have a 363 average, 32 home runs. Judd a 325 average and a and a career-leading 294 hit, uh, 294 hits. Excuse me, a 34 home runs. Mackey hitting 267 with 39. The listeners at 264 who are all hey, they're closing in on Mackey career-wise. 
from a batting average side. The listeners uh, are having, for them, they're actually having a very impressive season. They are. And the 50 home runs by the listeners uh, lead all time in traditional write that down. So, yes, they, do. they are having, um, they've always had good power numbers, but this year especially, so we go back to the season uh, predictions here. They're hitting 281. I mean, they can very well still win this uh, win this mm-hmm. batting average race. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. All right, let's uh, let's get our guy Caleb in here. He's rocking a St. Cloud State Husky. No, not a St. Cloud State Husky hat. I thought that was a St. Cloud Husky hat when we were talking uh, off oh. mic there. No, this is just a Chopper City Sports hat. Um, okay. I don't know if you guys go down there or not. No. It's over by Fredley, Minnesota. Okay. Um, I recently picked up a new snowmobile for them, so I'm just waiting for snow. Very nice. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm itching for snow. I mean, I'm a big golfer. I love to golf in the summer, but I'm a snowboarder in, in the winter, and I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of ready to do some some snow activities here. It's, it's nothing worse when it's just cold and there's no snow on the ground. Like, honestly, I think that's more insulting than the snow. Yeah. That's kind of yep, how I yep. look at it. Uh, well, Caleb, uh, first time on Write That Down for you. What was your uh, first Minnesota core memory, or, or what hooked you in to uh, to the Minnesota sports scene? Uh, first memory was when I went to the first year at Target Field with my dad, and the Twins um, lost to the Oakland A's, unfortunately. Although now they're Las Vegas. But um, I was a big Joe Maurer fan, a big Morneau fan. Um, the game was like 8-9. to nine. And Joe Maurer had the night off, but he came up to bat and then popped one out for the last out in the ninth inning. Mm. That sounds like fun. So what was the, um, so are, are you in on, on the um, theme of our twin show from yesterday, which was Joe Maurer might not be a first ballot uh, hall of famer. He's probably not, but he is a hall of fame player. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I have to agree. I think he is a hall of fame player, in my opinion. I do like Mackey's impression on the um, Joe Maurer thing. It's pretty funny. Yeah, he's pretty good at impressions, but he, he's no Declan when it comes to uh, Chris Collinsworth. So, oh yeah, I was listening. To that Can't touch that one before I got on. That was pretty funny. Thank you. Can't touch that. Appreciate one. it. Appreciate. All right, try. All right, so Caleb, you're going to lead us off here. You're going to give us our your first prediction. We're going to go to Judd, then myself, and then Mackey has some predictions that he pre-recorded that will play on the show as uh, as well here and write that down. So Caleb, lead us off here. You're in the box. What do you got for us? All right, I'm going first one. I'm going to go to college hockey. Um, I like the BSU Beavers, and I got a lot of friends who like the Fighting Hawks. So I think this weekend in North Dakota, they're going to split that series. Okay. Ooh, it's a good series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that'll be a good that'll be a good little college college puck uh, series here. You ever been up to North Dakota at the Ralph before, Caleb, or no? Uh, yeah, I've just been there for a concert. I mean, I've been meaning to get there for a hockey game. I mostly go there at the racetrack. A lot, like every Friday. Very nice. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a great. I've not arena. been there, but I hear it's a gorgeous arena. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, yeah it's nice. It, it, it's I, I would nice. say it's it's nicer than probably half of the NHL arenas. It's an absurdly yeah absolutely yeah. nice arena. Judley, what do you got for us? All right. Despite my um, struggles of late, I'm going to continue to take some big hacks here. I I want to n- not only get my average back up but i want to get my power up too this one's going to take a while to play out but it's going to be a home run if it comes true the los angeles angels will trade mike trout this offseason the los angeles angels who are going to lose otani anyway right um and they're going to lose him for nothing i think they're going to come to the 
realization that Trout's at a point in his career where you can still get a really nice return for him, send him like to the East Coast where we can all watch him play more. Um, he, he's from Philadelphia, huge Eagles fan. So Mike Trout gets traded this offseason. Well, was it the uh, the Dodgers expressed interest, right? Or was there a report? I believe I saw this no, week. The Dodgers, the Dodgers want Otani. They want Trout. They want everybody. Mm-hmm. They want everybody. But I mean, he's just he's languishing there. And the, the fact that they're going to get that the Angels are going to get no return for Otani, like they need to supplement their franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think Trout is there. I mean, he's easily one of the best pieces in baseball. And I think trading him makes a lot of sense. Agreed. All right, I'll give you a baseball one, too, here. We talked about this on the Scornor Twin Show uh, middle to late last week. So write this down. There will be a report that the Twins are considering playing Byron Buxton at first base or Ooh. that the Twins brass will address that idea. So, okay. so two different. I want to have this in two different fashions. So, like, let's say Passon comes out that a source says that Byron Buxton is uh, considering playing first base or Falvey. Rocco and I have an end date of opening day. They will be asked about the idea of Byron Buxton playing first base. I think we'll see it, right? We'll, okay. we'll know just it. Just asked about it, it though. So, like, if, if if they shoot it down and say no, it's absolutely not going to happen. Is the is the prediction correct? Still? Yes. Okay. Yes. He. They, they okay. will. They will address the idea. Is okay. What I, I have here. So they, they, they the might idea. say no. We're not thinking about that, but they at least addressed it. That makes perfect yep. sense. I think it'll be I think it'll be addressed. All right. So Phil sent in three predictions. He's uh I believe on a plane right now to the Sin City, going to Vegas for Thanksgiving. Very interesting move by uh by the Mackey family there. So let's let's go with uh the first one here and write that down. Okay, here's my first prediction on Mackey and Judd. Write that down. By the way, happy Thanksgiving weekend to all of you. Thank you so much for consuming our podcasts and for uh subscribing and liking the YouTube channels. Appreciate you guys. Hope you have a safe and fun holiday weekend. Write this down. Shake Milton revenge game tonight against his old team, the 76ers. Shake Milton will have a season high in points scored. He hasn't really gotten things going too much yet for the Wolves. It's going to click tonight at Target Center. The Shake Milton revenge game. Season high in points. Write it down. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. His obsession with Shake Milton might be one of my favorite Mackie things of the basketball season. He's been a like, lot of Shake Milton. Great he's been there most like the only disappointment really in this hot start for the Wolves. He's been a non-factor. He's been like a ghost. So got to get it's him a going. Great somehow. name. I love it is the a good name. name Shake. I do it's like great, I do that's like an Shake old Milton. school sports nickname type of deal. It's true. Caleb, what do you got for your second prediction, sir? Well, my second prediction, I'm a wild fan. Unfortunately, they're not doing too good. Um, This prediction, I'm going to predict, I'll give it a month. Either the wild will score a hat trick by a player or they'll post a shutout. I like this. A little positivity for a team that needs it. Yep. I'm a big flurry fan, so I'm hoping he gets the shutout. Mm -hmm. No, this this is a good one, too. Like, they... You get you get a month month's time to play with it. 
can Kaprizov get hot for a hat trick? And yeah, Flurry or Gus Bus post a shutout here. Little positive line not screw up in in front of the goaltenders <laughs> like that. I mean that eight goal game against the Stars. I felt I really felt bad for Flower because that was just a horrific performance in front of him too. That what? had more to do. That had more to do with the guys uh, skating than it did with the guy trying to stop the puck. All right, I am going to continue on the wild prediction train, and it is not going to be as positive, unfortunately. Kirill Kaprizov will sit out one or more games for the Wild before the new year. Something's going on here. I don't know what, and there's a uh, and there's an off chance he just hurt. But, I mean, he had, uh, I think he had one shot on goal Saturday against the Senators. He hasn't, uh, I think, you know, he hasn't scored in forever as far as even five-on-five, five even strength goals. This is weird. And, and uh, you know, I stand with my contention that Kirill Kaprizov just doesn't disappear. He's not the type of player who's just like, well, he's just slumping and he doesn't, you know, or or he's not playing hard. It's really not in his DNA as far as I'm concerned. So I think there's a chance that they're going to have to sit him for a few games if something's wrong. Uh, but something's up. I just really think something's up. And so, again, the prediction, he will sit one or more games before the new year. I uh, I know we don't have Phil here, but I, I'm going to call this a bunt. I think this is a bunt single by you. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, also not even just like yeah. sit out, like injuries happen. Like he's going to, Oh yeah. Oh, I'm hedging my bets. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah, this, this you know is what? A, I gave a you bunt. a Mike Trout trade and now I'm giving you a Kaprizov. <laughs> I am, I am doing everything in my power. This is a potentially a Joe Maurer opposite, an oppo, an oppo dribbler down the third baseline that I get a single for. And I'll take that too. I, I would more call it the rollover on the four side for the second baseman for a ground out. But, um, but yeah, one, well, if one he of doesn't miss two. a game, then, one of yes, those two. then, then it's a four, six, three. It's a, a <laughs> famous Mauer four, six, three. All right. So I want to make a prediction here and I don't know if you have one either Judd or I haven't listened to Phil's uh, other two predictions, but I'm going to make a Turkey of the year uh, prediction here with our friend Patrick Royce. You'll be uh, we'll be posting that article probably in like twelve hours. We're recording this at eleven thirty a.m. Central. Go by the time paper tomorrow. Wednesday. Judd um, Judd will have go by the start to be tomorrow. I will. I was gonna make a prediction. By the way, I was gonna make this, but I would rather have Phil on for it. That you were gonna tweet a picture of your Star Tribune tomorrow. Oh, I probably will. That's yeah, probably you probably accurate. will. And I figured, you know, I I like I like doing in the fact, Judd you know what? If I wasn't going to, I'll do it now. Now you will do it. Okay, yeah, exactly. Sure. So, all right. So Judd and, and kind of help me out here if this is still quantifiable, but mm-hmm. I'll write this down. Bill Guerin will get a seat at the table for the turkey of the year. He'll get a seat at, he won't be the turkey, but there'll be a table. Bill Guerin will be at the table. He'll be yeah. mentioned. Mentioned, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Be, that, be is care- that the better way to frame it? Yeah, I'd say he'll be mentioned because like the table can be... That column can be a very fluid work in progress, but yes, Bill Guerin will have will be recognized. How about that? Will be rec- so I, I just want to because Phil's only going to read these, right? Yeah. He's not. I know Phil Guerin will be recognized in the Turkey of of the year, year column. Okay, thank you. Yes, that's a very fair way to put it. Okay, and I will okay. help you despite the fact that you ripped me for my <laughs> type of night. That's the type of guy I am. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, so we'll go to Phil here for prediction number two. Okay, prediction number two. It's a quarterback cesspool challenge parlay. A lot of bad quarterbacks playing in the NFL this weekend. And uh, the quarterback cesspool challenge just wasn't enough to contain all of my takes about the bad quarterback play. 
So write this down. These three quarterbacks will all have QBRs. I'm going to say, I was going to say 40 and under. Let's go a couple notches even below that. 38 or worse. Aiden O'Connell, Tim Boyle, and former Vikings camp quarterback Jake Browning. All three of those guys will have QBRs of 38 or lower in their games this weekend. Write it down. I I like it, but I love how let's go lower than 40. Let's go to 38. Yeah. Yeah. Two notches well, and, down. Two notches and, down. And the I other thing is 30 or under. It's three total slappies. Yeah. No one's going to be surprised if they all end up at about 37.2 or something like that. Right. Right. So Aiden O'Connell, Tim Boyle, Jake Browning. Yeah, there are yeah. some uh, there's some bad That's a murderer's row of quarterback crap. Yeah. That's uh that is a Bad beat for some uh, football fans who have to watch their favorite team with those those QBs. All right, Caleb, your third and final prediction, buddy. What do you got? Um, the Timberwolves will win a playoff series. The Vikings will win a playoff game. The Twins will make the playoffs, and the Wild will not make the playoffs. Oh wow, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So Wolves win a series. Vikings win a game, Twins make the playoffs, Wild don't make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yep. Got it. Okay. Okay. So if you're overall a Minnesota sports fan, that's pretty damn good right there. I think most I now now if you're a Wild fan in particular, you don't like this prediction, but I think if if you're a, a sports fan in this town and you get a Vikings win, the first Wolves series win since what, 2004, is that right? And a tw- yeah, I think you take this. I think you'd take it in, plus it probably gets Dean fired. So <laughs> Judd's all for it. Judd loves this idea. I just, I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of the workman-like guys. Being, oh, my God. I'm just, I, I won't even start, Caleb. I'll just back off right now. All right, Caleb, before you say goodbye here, um, any shout-outs you'd love to give here on Mackie and Judd? Write that down. Yeah, definitely my family for um, liking Minnesota sports. My dad and I are both big in the wild and twins and Vikings. We like to watch every week. I've been lucky enough to go to um, the top four sports teams games. Um, I haven't had luck with Wilds winning yet. Vikings are two for two. The Twins are one for three, and the Timberwolves are one for one. Okay. So that, and I appreciate Judd responding to me every time I have something on the app that I have a question for or prediction or anything like that. No worries. No worries. I enjoy the exchanges, especially when they're civil. <laughs> sometimes not from you. Sometimes they're they're not. But uh, yep, the back and forth. As much as people hate Twitter and X and stuff, the one thing I will say is it's fun to talk sports there. It's a great place to talk sports. So, thank you, Caleb. Appreciate it. Good stuff, man. Thank you, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. I appreciate Happy it. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. You too, man. Thank Have you very much. Thank you very much. All right, Judd. Uh, one more trip around the room here. Uh, traditional write that down on Minnesota sports with Mackie and Judd. Yeah, you on uh, Purple Daily uh, write that down are after football coaches, which I greatly admire, like trying to get them fired. And it's not just it's not just uh, coaches here. It's much more so around the National Football League. So I'm going to go on the same thread of thought on traditional write that down with the NBA, okay? And I'm going to go with what I consider to be a slam dunk, which probably means it won't happen. 
the Bulls will fire coach Billy Donovan before the season is over. The Bulls are off to a terrible start. They're not supposed to be this bad. There's talk about if Zach Levine, who, you know, we rude forever that the Wolves traded, if he's going to be traded by the Bulls, um, this team like had a closed door players only meeting after, I think, an opening night loss. It's just a disaster. And it's weird because I thought Donovan was a good coach. Like he's had success. He's not, he's not been a buffoon, uh, but this ain't working. And in that market, I think they're going to have to make a change. So Billy Donovan will be fired before the season is complete, Declan. Yeah, I think that's probably a, a safe bet. They've they kind of remind me of like um, the early Wiggins, Levine, Wolves, right? Like there's talent on that roster. There's for sure talent. Yeah. Truth they be just... told, I think that's that's probably more of a bunt than the Caprice up prediction. Uh, it's it's uh, I, th- I think it's going to happen. Yeah, because I, I would happen. if this happens, if this continues with Kirill, I don't know what they're going to do, but I don't think that they would scratch him. Oh, they're not going to scratch it, no. I don't think. Well, hell, did, did you see on Saturday night, the Blue Jackets, mm-hmm. uh, they, scra- they scratched, healthy scratched Line A. Mm-hmm. And they benched him before, and they benched Goudreau. I think if but, you said they were going to healthy scratch Kroko I would feel better about that prediction. Oh, I'm like, not oh, doing okay. that. No, 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 exactly. no, no, no. They're Don't not going to do. No, I, I. Now, would I go down there? Would I go down to the X myself and scratch him? I, you know what? I damn well might along with Goudreau and everybody else who I'm sick of who gets this treatment because they work hard and they could have played in the Cooperall era. But no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying, I think Donovan, I think him being fired is probably a more likely result than Kaprizov being scratched before New Year's Day. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Last prediction from me. I got a WWE prediction. Big wrestling prediction here. We got Survivor Series on Saturday. Yep. One of the marquee pay-per-view events. Uh, it's too bad Phil isn't here for this one because I know he would yeah. probably love it. Maybe he has one. I don't know. Might have a third prediction. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a big weekend. We were texting earlier uh, this week about what could happen. So Randy Orton is uh, is coming back, Judd. I don't know if you know the Viper, Randy Orton. He's been out the last year and a half with injuries, like legitimate injuries, not just taking time off. He's um, old, right? He is old. He's well, let, me, let me Google here. I mean, let me look that up for you. Yeah. I'm guessing Randy Orton's probably in his... Early 40s, probably late 30s. He's 43. Oh, he's younger. Th- okay. 43. I thought he was. Okay. He's not as old as I originally thought. All but right. he's, been in, he's been in WWE for 20 years. Um, so Cody Rhodes is headlining one team at Survivor Series. And he, Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton used to be in the same fraction uh, faction uh, when Cody Rhodes debuted about 15 years ago before mm-hmm. they eventually broke up. Cody did his own thing in AEW. Now he's back in WWE. He's probably the next WWE champion eventually. But um, so my long-winded way of saying this, I want to write this down. So Randy Orton is on Cody Rhodes' team. They already announced that he'll make his re-debut this Saturday at Survivor Series. But write this down. Randy Orton will turn heel on Cody Rhodes either at the Survivor Series pay-per-view or on the subsequent episode of Raw on Monday. Why would they wait? He'll he'll turn uh, because like you build it up, it's a fun match. Like oh look, it's Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes all together, and you know they're celebrating the next Raw episode, and then it's Randy Orton, you know, hitting him with an RKO or on the back in the back with a chair. So yeah. Cody Rhodes or uh, Randy Orton will turn heel on Cody Rhodes either at the show or at the subsequent episode of Raw. I think it's more likely on the Raw episode than at Survivor Series, but yeah. I could see either way playing out. What's the surprise? Like, if this were to take place, is this shocking? 
but since you're predicting it, uh, it might not be shocking to wrestling fans. I think it would be a little surprising. I think I think wrestling diehards wouldn't be shocked at the at the move. Like it Cody's kind of in this weird era where he's probably going to win the Royal Rumble again or at least headline and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, but there's like we got like 2 months before Royal Rumble. So I think like this is the bridge storyline between now and the Royal Rumble for Cody as, you know, they got to get a work in, they got to get an angle in. And I think the angle is Randy Orton, who's been out a year and a half, him and Cody are now, you know, are are restarting legacy to a degree. That was what their stable was called. But Randy Orton will turn on Cody Rhodes. I could talk for hours on this. Let's let's do a next, let's do another episode. You want to do this with me? Sorry, my eyes glazed over a little bit. That's my fault. All right, let's go to Mackie for his third and final prediction. Okay, third and final prediction here. Jim Harbaugh feeling the heat at Michigan. Off the record, I actually think Michigan beats Ohio State this weekend. I don't know how this whole thing is going to end for Jim Harbaugh, but my prediction is it will end at Michigan. So here is the official prediction. Jim Harbaugh will be announced sometime before March 1st as the new head coach of the Chicago Bears or the Los Angeles Chargers. Chicago, obviously he played there. They're probably going to fire Eberflus. They're looking to toughen up their culture. They're looking to maybe find someone to work with either Justin Fields or a new quarterback. So Harbaugh makes total sense. And if you're the Chargers, find an offensive guy that can help elevate Justin Herbert and build a culture. It might be a four years in flame out thing or less, but I'm going to say Jim Harbaugh will be announced as the head coach of the Bears or the Chargers by March 1st. I was really hoping he'd pick one. Like we talked about this yesterday and threw out both of those teams. So I thought he was going to pick one of them. I am. So if I'm the chargers, I'm being very careful here. Herbert. I want the right coach for, I don't know. Jim Harbaugh is the right coach for a guy. Like I want a Kevin O'Connell for Justin Herbert. Don't you? Yeah, you 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 would stay far away. Like Jim Harbaugh, the Bears actually that makes a ton of sense. Oh, it didn't. It would create. It'd be a slam we, dunk. We talked about this when when he left the Niners, I believe, back in the day. I mean, yes, it's a slam dunk. It's a marketing. It you know it it's great. Um, it makes a a ton of sense. I I mean I I'm afraid Justin Herbert at the rate that the Chargers are going is never going to be maximized, and I'm not so sure that he shouldn't be in in the conversations with Burrow, like what I saw here when they beat the Vikings, like that game, he's incredible. You know, who would be probably the ideal coach for him? I, I maybe I'll write this down and maybe, or maybe you'll snipe it before I get a chance to gonna... yeah. Ben Johnson of the lions. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Like that's that a good one. one. Like, nope. I'll give that one to you. That's a good they, one. And they could yep. promote, you know, they could promote my guy, Kellen Moore. That would also be, if well, he, if how's that work? For, yeah. yeah that, that's what I was going to ask. You know, I've not read much and it's, it's not like I've, follow the charges closely but how is that working because that does make some sense like he gets the year with more they right. establish a rapport um you know the cowboys thing is so weird too because first of all poor Dak is a lightning rod like mm-hmm. we love him one week hate him the next and i just don't know that i i don't know why i have confidence in mike mccarthy staffs yeah but like once kellen moore escaped from that if he develops the right rapport with herbert that makes a lot of sense but mm-hmm. ben johnson's getting a job yeah he's going exactly. to get a job he's going to be higher like as much as we talk about and appreciate what brian flores has done i think ben johnson's probably the hottest coordinator yeah. don't you 
because he's an offensive guy. He's probably going to be the most sought after option in the offseason for head coaches. Yeah, I I just think you got to think long and hard in 2023 about turning it over to a defensive guy because you got to have the right offensive infrastructure then. And and like the more you see guys like O'Connell, it just gives you, I think, more confidence in in trying to lead, trying to have the head guy be a guy who's a quarterback guy as well. Because, you know, I'll go back to, you know, Dobbs is a great story. And, and there's all these teams that were questioning, you know, why didn't the, the Jets trade for Dobbs? Well, the reality is Dobbs is a great story. Dobbs also is getting a lot of help from a good coach. Yeah. You know, I don't think that you can just throw Dobbs with uh, Robert's uh, um, Saleh, Salah. Uh, Robert Salah. Salah. I always mispronounce his name. And Hackett and be just fine. Like, I don't know that Dobbs at all succeeds there. So I think the right formula is like the Ben Johnson type or, or a guy that knows offense first. And then you, then you bring in a really good defensive coordinator, which obviously Brian Flores has been fantastic. All right. So that'll do it for us here on Minnesota sports, Mackie and Judd on write that down. We'll have still daily episodes on the purple daily side of things. We'll have some rewind episodes. We'll have purple access, we'll have purple props. The Vikings don't play till Monday night on top of this kind of holiday mini weekend. Yeah, so I might do some Judd vids as well. And Judd will probably send some vids. He'll be, you know, he'll, he'll be, uh, multiple face. plates in, but what is the, what is the Zolgad spread look like? Are we, are we a Turkey and stuffing? Turkey like, to what? go by Don, Don cooks. Turkey to, Don, that's Don right. per- You've told about Don perfected about Turkey this. to go like three years ago. And it's unbelievable. It's phenomenal. She's a, yeah. she is a really good cook. Uh, I think we're going to, uh, I think we're going with uh, cranberries. Um, no dressing, which I'm fine with. I'm not a big dressing guy, but mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. Turkey to go on Hawaiian buns. Ooh. I don't know if you get those Hawaiian buns. And I am telling you right now, that is so much better than traditional turkey. No, I'm plus with a you. sandwich. A sandwich trumps yeah. like yeah. a turkey leg. No, I'm 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 totally. And like you. last night, I actually helped. Oh wow! And, and we peel, so we peel all of the skin off, mm-hmm. uh, and then take the turkey and tear it up and throw it in to cook. So like you don't like when you're doing your sandwiches and stuff now, right? Yeah, you don't have the skin. So it's just it's just the turkey and it's marinated just perfectly. It's it's I'm telling you, I wish that I wish I could go back in time to when I was a kid and I would have told my mom, make it turkey to go for your young son. I'll be over. Let me know. Uh, let me know when I can come over and I'll I'll stop over to your. To I'll your shoot place. my address right now. OK, sounds You've good. been to my house before. I just didn't let you in. It's a, hit the subscribe button. Now for, Finch uh, Home Solutions for come daily in. Minnesota sports entertainment on uh, on write that down Wednesday here. We'll be back later this week. Enjoy your Thanksgiving.